0: We continue today from where we left off yesterday with you sweet people on all the platforms. And I'm pay, I'm praying that God will speak to you on what we, we've been talking about. I feel a tremendous anointing on me as I'm speaking because I believe this is God's word for us, all of us, inc- including me. Okay. So, Lord, speak to your people today. Bless them. Let this minister power and grace in their life. And let them all finish well in the name of Jesus. Let me hear a big amen. Okay. Now. For you that are on the other platforms, I talked to you yesterday about, it's possible to lose what God gives us. It's possible to lose the anointing. It's possible to lose our walk and favor with God, like, like Samson did, like Saul did, like the church in Corinth nearly did, but thank God for Paul, who had to speak to them. And to those in Galatia, they had Paul the apostle to warn them, And I think I'm here to warn you, a lot of you, maybe, that you should not, I pray with all my heart, you will finish stronger than you began. You'll finish more gloriously than you ever started in Jesus' name. Every one of you, every one of you. So, I told you yesterday, I'm going to continue now, how do I stay strong? Number one, I, I said and I will repeat. First John chapter one, six and seven. It says, if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we do not practice truth. And then he says, if we walk in the light as is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus will cleanse us. So I see two things here that we start with. This is this is step number one to not allowing anything to happen to me like what happened to Samson or Saul. Okay. So, number one, I have to walk in present truth. I cannot survive today on the truth I heard years ago. Number two, I walk in present light. How does light come? It comes from truth, from the word. They are both connected. In this amazing portion, it says truth and light. God's word, the truth, keeps the light shining. But we have to walk in the present light God gives us. So we go from light to greater light. And now we have to walk in the greater light we've received. We go from truth to greater truth. So we walk in the greater truth we have received. Not in the truth that we needed 10 years ago. 20 years ago, even five, five, five years ago, truth that I heard, truth that I learned from reading the word and hearing people talk and people's messages and so on, it sustained me then. It doesn't sustain me now because today we are living under heavier, much heavier attack. The darkness is greater today than it was 10 years ago. The, this world we are living in has become more dangerous than it was 10 years ago. So now, God has given us more truth that can sustain us now. Greater truth that can sustain us now. Greater light that can sustain us now. So that's the first step. Step number one is, we receive the truth, we increase the truth, we maintain what we have received. The increase of what we've received. Now, we don't dismiss the past, we don't dismiss the truth we learned yesterday because we build on it. We never dismiss what God said to us or did with us. We add to it. We increase it. We go to higher levels and walk in those high levels. So, the renewal of the Spirit, please hear me all of you. The renewal of the Spirit that we hear about in the Bible it is not a one-time experience. So it's not a once and for all experience. The Bible tells us, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, something beautiful. We all need to heed this one and really capture it. Verse 16 says, For this cause, I'm reading 2 Corinthians 4.16, For which cause we faint not, But though our outward man perisheth, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Here's the key. Here's the key. Day by day I increase the knowledge I receive. Day by day the light grows. And day by day I maintain that truth and that light. Day by day. When you look at the church in Ephesus, we have a great example of growth, maturity, stability and maintenance. The church in Corinth nearly failed. The church in Galatia nearly failed. But if you read Ephesians, it's all good news. There's no bad news in Ephesians. The, The book of Ephesians is loaded with glory. Paul dealt with the problems of the church in Corinth. The divisions, the this and the that. Galatians, he dealt with legalism. But what did he, the, what did he talk about in Ephesians? Glory. He never dealt with their problems. He dealt with what God had planned for them. It means they, they, they were walking strong. He begins with, blessed with all spiritual blessings, and so on. So this church begins, and we don't have to go look at it, you can just write it down, It began in in Acts 19, if you remember when Paul went to, to Ephesus and there were only 12 men who had never heard about the Holy Spirit. That church begins to multiply. So it multiplied so beautifully that in Ephesians chapter 1, let's look at it. I love this. And verse 13, he says, You started great. In whom you also trusted after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after you believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. So here we see a church that began with being sealed with the Holy Ghost. Beautiful here. But then he says something to this same church. He says, now, Ephesians 5:18. Ephesians 5:18 says. Something beautiful that we all can learn from. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess. Not that they did get drunk. He was just using wine as an example of the infilling. Be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. That word filled, it emphasizes in the Greek quality. Quality. Meaning, meaning, Not how much power I have. Not how much anointing I have. Not how much of the Spirit I have. But how much He has of me. It's not, I have so much anointing. No, no. It's how much of me I've surrendered. So that word filled speaks of quality quality speaks of character the character of jesus begins to show in my life and that word filled doesn't mean filled like a glass see my 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 plastic glass here that i have in, in front of me so i can drink water when i'm teaching so my throat doesn't get dry That word filled in Ephesians 5, 18, doesn't mean glass full. It means sail full. Like the the sails on a ship. Because Paul was using a term, where he understood back then in the days of the Roman fleets and so on, how when the, and the ships he was on, that when the wind fills the sail, the whole ship moves. So being filled with the Spirit doesn't mean Glassful, it means sails full. And that word filled is a state of being filled. Okay. This was filled, this glass was filled before I came on camera. It's not filled now, it's not being filled continually, otherwise it will run all over the place. A sail is filled with wind continually. That wind keeps coming at it to keep that ship moving. That's what the word filled means. Hallelujah. It's a continual abiding in filling of the Holy Spirit. We don't get filled once. We get filled and filled and filled and filled and filled filled as we surrender and surrender and surrender and surrender and surrender. So as we do that, Something beautiful happens. Now, we begin to to see the character, the behavior, and the character of the Lord Himself in our life. People start to see it in your life and my life. So, this is very, very important. How much of me does, does he have? The Bible says something powerful about that word filled. In Luke 6.11, it talks about how the Pharisees were filled with rage. It was a demonic rage that filled them. That word in the Greek in Ephesians 5.18 is the same word we see in Luke 6.11. Where rage took hold of these Pharisees. Rage took hold of them. They were filled with rage. Just like rage took hold of the Pharisees, Paul uses that same word. He says, let the Holy Ghost take hold of you. Let Him take hold of your life. Let Him run your life. You surrender and He'll run your life. Well, when He begins to run your life, your speech, your behavior, your actions take the characteristics of the lord take the characteristics of the holy spirit that's what that word filled really means it means the more of you you give the more he's revealed through you to everyone who sees you okay now i want to i want to deal with with something that is very important. Because I think what, what we really need to look at now is the life of Jesus himself. The life of Jesus himself. When, when, when you begin to take on the characteristics of the Lord, what is that called? It's called walking in the Spirit. Living in the spirit. So it's not about receiving. It's about walking. It's about walking. So if if you want to finish well, rule number one, walk in present truth. Walk in present light. That's number one. Walk in truth that has grown in your life because you've been in the word, In fellowship with the Lord, now that truth has grown, walk in it. Don't walk in the truth of the past, walk in the truth of the present, that you've added to the truth of the past. You don't dismiss the the truth of the past, you just add. And you walk in that addition, in that, you know, substance. Two, you walk in the light, in the present light, not the light you had in the past. That's number one rule if you want to finish right. Number two rule. Number two rule is, surrender to the Holy Spirit on a daily basis. Be filled daily, like the wind fills those sails on the ships, of the ships of old. And the characteristics of the Lord now will show up in your speech, in your walk, in your behavior. Meaning, you're now walking in the Spirit. You begin living the life that God wants you. But there's a third key here. And the third key is make Jesus your model. Make Jesus your example. See how he did it and copy him. How did he do it? Now let me, let me, let me take you to something. To me, I think it's amazing. And I'm going to ask you a question. Before I I begin, I want to ask you a question. All of you look at me and listen carefully. Can you survive if you are in a desert for 40 days and 40 nights? Wait, 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 I'm not even done asking yet. And you did not eat or drink and the devil was there to tempt you. Will you last? Will you, will you as a human being survive, survive 40 days in the desert? No shelter, no, no air conditioning, no comfort like we have today. Oh, people can say, well, you know, I'm, I've been fasting, yeah, in a very nice air conditioned house. No I have been calling on God and and I've been I've been doing this and that yeah in your apartment with air conditioning and you have everything the comforts of home a nice easy chair to sit in the lord was in a desert no furniture no air conditioning no food just wild animals around 40 days and in addition the devil shows up The devil shows up. Not one of the apostles was there. Now when you fast and you pray, at least mommy and daddy may be there, brother and sister may be close, or the phone may be close by to pick up the phone and say, oh my God, I'm in trouble, help me. The Lord had none of that. Nobody was there to stand with him. Nobody. Not Peter, not John, not James, none of the apostles or disciples. He was alone with animals, wild animals. And the devil shows up. How did he survive that? Look at it. Come on, I'm going to show it to you. Luke chapter 4. Ooh, this is incredible. And people miss one word in it. That's the key right here, the key. And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost. Brother, nobody can can survive those kinds of, of attacks without being full of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan, and watch these words, and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Stop, stop, all of you, look, 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 look at me and listen. To be led means you surrender. To be led means relationship. You can't follow somebody you don't know. So what I'm learning from Jesus is I cannot survive demonic attacks unless I'm full of the Holy Ghost and I'm surrendered to the Holy Ghost where I'm, I'm literally yielding my body to Him and my life where He can lead me because He can't lead me unless I surrender and I'm walking in the Spirit. But fellowship. Fellowship. He survived in that desert because of his fellowship with the Holy Ghost. His fellowship with his Father. Therefore, the third thing you and I need is what? Fellowship with Jesus daily. Fellowship with the Lord daily. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit daily. Not only walking in truth and light. Not only being filled and filled and filled again. But fellowship with the Lord. It was fellowship with the Holy Ghost that kept him in that wilderness victorious. So much so. That the Bible says in verse 14. Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. He didn't lose one thing in that desert. The anointing did not diminish. He did not weaken. Most people would have crumbled and 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 vanished in that wilderness. Forty days of 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 fasting and uh, nobody there to support you and uh, the devil shows up and tempts you and all that. And the angels did not show up till later. The angels showed up when the when the devil was gone and the temptation stopped. For those forty days he was alone. How? Fellowship with his father. Fellowship with the Holy Ghost. He was led. Led. That's the key word. Led means fellowship. How can you be led without fellowship? How can you follow somebody you don't know? Or somebody you, don't, you do not trust and love? And the Bible says, if we are sons of God, we will be led. As sons of God means relationship, relationship, fellowship. You can't be led unless you are in the family. If we're led by the Spirit, then we're the sons of God, it says in Romans. So, there's something else I want to I show you about the Lord. The fact that he was led by the Spirit, there was something about him that John mentioned, that sometimes people read it, but they don't really, they're not thinking about what they're reading. So today, I'd like you to think about this. In verse 14, John, Gospel of John, chapter 1 verse 14, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. What is full of grace and truth means? It means character. Character. Now, character ...is what keeps us full. God's character in us keeps us full. Okay, when you surrender to the Lord... Let let me just go, go back. Just think with me. The truth, the light, it's increasing. I'm walking in it. Okay, that's step number one. I surrender to the Lord daily. He fills me daily. My sails are full of wind and my life is going on. Beautiful. But now, the character of the Lord, because of the truth, because of the light, because I've surrendered, now the character takes over. I begin talking like Him, thinking like Him, walking like Him, living like Him, behaving like Him. That means led. I'm now walking in the Spirit. And because I'm walking in the Spirit... No devil can take me down. No temptation can knock me out. That character that was in him, the Bible says, full of grace and truth. That character of his that came as a result of what I've been talking about, the word of God, the light, the surrender, that character is what kept him full. And the Bible says something really powerful. Um, do, you remember, do you remember reading that he healed the sick because of what? Compassion. You know what compassion is? Character. Those miracles would have meant nothing had there been no compassion. How many of you heard that wave? Okay. He was full of compassion. And you in, in your homes, you waved and God saw that. Because I'm looking at the class here. You in your homes, you sweet people. And you right write here, think about this with me. You have a lot of people today who pray for, this, for the sick. No compassion. No character. Gift without character will destroy people. What did Balaam have? He had a gift, right? He, he could prophesy. Did he have character? No. He was involved in witchcraft. Later was destroyed by Israel. He was corrupt to the, to the core. Balaam, Numbers twenty two twenty three, was gifted. He could prophesy. Did he have character? No. He was wicked. And what happened to him? He was destroyed. Meaning, charisma without character will lead to destruction. It's dangerous. Charisma without character means nothing. It means ruin. That's what it means. Jesus had character, compassion. Moved with compassion, he healed the sick. How about when when he raised Lazarus from the dead? When do we see character? When he wept. He wept. That tear said a lot. That tear says a lot to all of us. That tear says compassion. That tear said character. Jesus heals the sick because of his compassion. Character. He raises the dead because of his Compassion, character. So those miracles would have meant nothing had there been no character, right? So therefore, because of his character, nothing could touch him. Nothing could touch him. He finished strong. And he came under heavier heavier attacks than you would ever come under. That you would ever experience. He was tempted in all points. He suffered such agony that cannot be described. In Gethsemane, his sweat turned into blood. Did your sweat ever turn into blood? No. He suffered... Beyond our understanding, and he never, never missed one, nothing, not even for a second. He stayed strong, and on the cross, he said, It is finished. Wow! He won the victory, he won the victory. There was, there was a battle raging in Gethsemane. I heard Catherine and say something so powerful one day. She said, the victory of Calvary did not happen on the cross. It happened in Gethsemane when he said, not my will, but thine. Oh, my God. The victory was won when he said, not my will. But your will be done. Let this cup pass from me. If it were, if, but then he said, not my will. And the victory was won with those words. Not my will. And that's the way we win. By surrendering to the Lord. Completely to say, it's not what I want. It's not my will. Your will be done in my life. And he said that when Satan was trying to kill him in Gethsemane. When the pressure was so great, his sweat becomes blood. Later they all forsook him. Peter denied him. He was mocked. He was beaten. Spit upon. His body was marred more than any man. He hung on that precious cross for six long hours. And stayed strong. Won the victory. And said... It is finished. And so today, He is our example. We will never have to go through the battles He went through. The Christian life is so easy. It really is easy. It really is easy. Three secrets I just gave you. Walk in present truth and light. Surrender to the Holy Ghost daily. Look to Jesus. Let Him be your example. That's it. How simple is that? How simple is that? It's simple. Why don't you lift your hands right now? Lord, I come to you. And Lord, I pray everyone listening, everyone watching will finish well. And Lord, let them remember this message. Maybe years later, someone will hear this message and still be blessed by it. Maybe someone will hear this message when I'm already in heaven. Let them know, Lord, how important to live in present revealed truth, in present light. Not something that happened to us in the past. Let them know, Lord, that they must surrender to you daily, daily. Not a one-time thing, daily. Be filled with the Holy Ghost daily. Walk in fellowship with you daily. And look to you, Lord, daily. Just look to you daily. Because you did it. You won the victory. And we will win the victory as you empower us. You're able to keep us from falling and to present us before the throne with joy, blameless, blameless, with joy. For you are God Almighty, the only wise God. To you be the glory, the honor and the praise. Let your fire burn in us so deep, let your fire burn in us so great, that your fire will destroy all weaknesses out of our life. Everything in us that you hate, burn it out of us. Destroy it, Lord. We give you permission, we give you permission to take anything in us that you hate and destroy it. Destroy it. Purify us. Purify us as holy vessels of honor. Holy vessels of honor. I give you the praise and the glory and thank you for your presence that I sense right now. Do it for everyone watching, everyone listening, in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. How many how many of you that are watching me? I know you in your homes are watching on other platforms. I can't see, but I can see people on 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 the Zoom class. How many of you sense God? You you really sense his presence? Well, that means that word was for you. Now I'm going to say one thing here. Very important. So don't leave me. I'm not done yet. You may have had some bumps in the past. You may have had some turbulence in the past. You may have done things and said things you regret. God understands. God really understands. But you can start fresh now. You, you can start fresh today. You can make it all up. You can redeem the time. What did Jesus say to that woman who was caught in the very act? Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. The Lord doesn't condemn you. The Lord wants to restore you. I may be talking to someone right now who says, you know, I've sinned too much. I've failed too much. I have failed him too much. I'm going to tell you something. He took that sin himself upon the cross. And all you have to say is, Lord Jesus, I'm sorry. Confess your sin. It's forgotten. But he wants to tell you now what he told that woman long ago. Go and sin no more. How? I just gave you the secret. I just showed you how. That the presence of Jesus would so fill you, there would be no space for sin in your life. That the Lord's presence would so fill you, there would be no space for the world in your life. So all of you stretch your hands. Come on, I'm going to pray one more prayer. Lord, let your presence so fill them let your presence be so real in their life. There be no space for sin and no space for the world. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And Amen. Well, before I say my goodbye, I want you to give to the Lord's work. You that are watching on the Many platforms and you that are with me on BHI I want you to give to the Lord's work. you say why well because that will that will uh, protect you financially from the trouble that could come tomorrow. We all know let's be real come on we all know the troubles we already see around us. We all know the troubles that are going to come in the future. I mean economic troubles. But we were promised and are promised in God's word where he said, I have not seen the righteous forsaken or received begging for bread. The Bible is very, very clear. Honor the Lord with your substance and the first fruits of all your increase. So shall your barns be filled with plenty and your precious will burst out with new wine. Meaning your future will be so blessed you'll have no lack. Jesus said, If we give, it shall be given unto you good measure pressed down shaken together running over means the future is abundantly blessed or why would he would, would he say running over running over is is for the future i don't need the running over blessing now i'm i'm going to need it then that's what he said i give it'll be given but it'll be also running over blessings that will come when i need them So, I feel the anointing. I'm sure you do too. Let's believe God right now that no lack in our life. Financially, no lack. No lack in our future or our children's futures. No lack. In Jesus' name, now Lord, meet that need. You know their need. You know what they're going through. And I pray, Lord, you'll meet that need. That financial need. I've given them your word on how to stay strong in the Spirit. Now, Lord, I'm asking you to keep them blessed financially. That they may take care of their needs, pay their bills. And, and Lord, I pray that you'll use them to bless the kingdom financially. To bless your work financially. For the rest of their life. That they'll not lack, they'll never, never lack financially. In Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. Well, you know what to do. You sow seed, and God will multiply that, give it back to you, right on time too. Okay, I'm going to say goodbye to all of you watching me on the different platforms, but you, sweet class, just stay with me. But as you give, you can do it on the platforms you're watching me on. Go to our website, benahin.org, or simply text it on your phone, BHM45777. So, thank you for being with me. I'll see you again tomorrow, all of you, on all platforms. As I minister, I'll be ministering the word. I'm going to be led by the Lord tomorrow because I really am sensing a flow right now in my life. So, you be with me tomorrow. So, God love you. I'll see you again. And you, sweet class, you you stay because I'm not done with you yet. Just saying bye to all the other people on the platforms. Okay. Shalom to all of you. Bless you.